Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's hump day. Hey, you big and hairy, dude. This is an NFL Hump Day Roundup with Isaac and Sue. If y'all ain't excited about this game, you can't get excited about no other games, man. It's Wednesday, uh, Hump Day with Isaac and Sue on 1080. The Hump. All right, we'll get back to college football coming up here in a bit. Dante Moore. Uh, visiting another Pac-12 school that says he's committed to Oregon, but <laughs> like, is he if he's visiting other schools? You can go there and get a uh, a chunk of change. You know, you for one of these five-star guys to go, I think at least in the SEC, uh, I heard that the going rate was 10 Gs just to get you on campus. So, oh. yeah. So you can pretend you, you're looking around and yeah. and then it's pocket a sco- 10. And, and it's school's chance to make one less push at you. So you go on one of these yeah. trips and you get wine and dined and mm. you get to hear what they, they have to offer. You pick up a couple Gs in your pocket, maybe meet a couple ladies. and I like that. You know, as long as, you know, when you're and you're a guy like Dante Moore, some schools try to do the once you're, you're commit like Chris Peterson, this was his deal. Once you commit to us, you can't take other, you know, other trips. But when you're Dante Moore and you've got this kind of uh, pull, you're, you can't do that. So if you're Oregon, you just hope that you know you've you've built enough relationship there and that no one comes in and snipes you at the last moment. But stuff like that happens. Do Anthony Thomas anyone? You know, it's, it's, this is the the magic of recruiting. Well, it sounds like Moore will be in Eugene this weekend as well. Um, so we'll get to all of that. Hot topic uh, to kick off the Hump Day roundup, though, is what's going on with Marcus. Mariota. Oh yeah. Do you remember him? I do. One of my favorite college players of all time. Yeah, he was uh he was fun to watch. Great guy. Got the Ducks uh, to the brink of a championship. Yep. So now I he's mean, left for, for, the Falcons. For three quarters, you know, they were that was a hell of a game, and then you know Ohio State did Ohio State. Things. The Tennessee Titans select Whoa. Marcus Mariota. Oh, that's right. Not Mariota. No. no. Mariota. Mariotto. Titans, man, a long time ago when he played for Tennessee. <laughs> Arthur Smith, by the way, Tennessee, yeah, his that's, OC. That's right. They have a little history there. Well, there is clearly something up here. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I, seeing Ducks talk about Mariota on Twitter, it's always it's always funny. <laughs> they, they just get so bristly. They have always been. He's theirs. Yeah, and it's just like, how dare, you know, no. we all know his character, and how dare anyone say anything bad about him. Well, look, I think we can all agree that Marcus Mariotto is a great guy yes. and an upstanding guy, but it still doesn't mean he didn't flat out quit here. <laughs> Maybe he's fed up. Well, it really does seem but like... But we don't know. Well, I don't know how you can view it any other way, right? Yeah. So this is what well, we... They, they were saying that he had... Well, let's just reset here. So Thursday, this thir- Thursday um, last week, they come out and they make the announcement that they are benching Marcus. Say, hey, we got a bye week this week. Performance-based. Performance-based. 
Uh, Arthur Smith, who was his OC in Tennessee, one of the reasons in Atlanta now he's the head coach, he comes out on Thursday and says, hey, after the bye week, Desmond Ritter is going to be our starting quarterback going forward. We're going to give him the final four games, which was a bit controversial because they're a game back of the playoffs. They're in this, but they're saying, no, we're going with the rookie. And he said, this is totally performance-based, right? This is not just, hey, we're trying to evaluate someone. And by the way, Marcus has nine, I think, nine picks and eight fumbles. Like, he's he's been terrible with the ball. So that gets announced. Then on Friday, Marcus leaves the team. And supposedly, he didn't tell the team that he was gone. And then there was this whole, why is he gone? And then it was reported that his wife was having a baby. And so some people were like, well, duh, he just left and, you know, he's, he's spending time with his kid and he'll be back next week. No. The report is, is that Atlanta had no idea whether he was coming back or not. Then he informs the team that he's getting his knee evaluated, a problematic knee, and that he's going to have season-ending knee surgery, so they'd have to put him on IR. Then Arthur Smith comes out and says, hey, this knee is news to me. I haven't heard one thing about this all year. And that's when he had to reiterate, this has the, the move to Ritter has nothing to do with an injury. This is performance-based. So now we're getting into this thing of Marcus will likely go on the IR, and they can be away from the team. But now, is it really a situation where he needs to get the knee done right now? It certainly doesn't appear that way. It appears that he got benched on Thursday. It's He understands he's not going to be in their plans for next year. And remember, when they get rid of him in the offseason, which they're going to, it costs Marcus about almost $13 bucks. So clearly, there's some hard feelings here. He's going to go home, spend some time with his kid, uh, not have to sit around and be the backup. And here goes Atlanta, a game back of the playoffs. And then they had to go out and sign uh, a practice squad player, I think Logan Whiteside, off of the Tennessee practice squad because they don't have a backup quarterback now because Marcus went AWOL. I think that's yeah, I mean, the whole thing. So she did have a baby. Yes. And he was a way to be with them, obviously, which is very healthy. Yes. But it wasn't but the reason why he left. Well, no, you're never going to have a team. See, that. and look, I'm not saying the Falcons aren't you know, partly to blame here. Yeah. But the team is not going to say, "Hey, well, we don't know, we don't know what happened." If he's just leaving to go be with his family, yes, like that's not. No. I mean, if it's cordial and it's all worked out, they would say that. But they didn't. They didn't say anything about the baby. They said we didn't even know about this knee injury. I know he's had it in the past, but it hasn't been a problem this year. So that's news to us. And so it's obviously. Look, I know Duck fans want to support Mariota, and they, they, you know, somebody was talking on the text line, you know. They desperately want him to be relevant and a quality quarterback. He's just not, yeah. and he's he's not been good for Atlanta. Um, he's he's a backup, and he probably realizes that. I mean, we've talked to Joey Harrington, and we'll talk to him about it on Friday. But you know, there's a there's a these guys are highly competitive dudes, mm-hmm. and when you finally come to the realization, and Joey has talked about this, when you when you come to the realization that it's just not working, it's not going to work. That's a very hard time of life for these people. This is what they do. This is what they. This is their passion. This is what they care about. They're super competitive, and so to this idea that that we have to protect Mariota at all costs, he's probably just fed up and frustrated. And this may be that point where he's like, "F it, I just had a baby. I'm freaking out of here." Yeah. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but to the Falcons, it was wrong sure. clearly because they did not have his back with how this all went down, which tells you it was not handled well on either side. Well, and that's true. I mean, clearly. But, look, if I'm if I'm placing blame here, and you know, what, what does it matter where I place the blame, this is not a professional move on the part of Marcus. 
And I'm not saying that this kills him going forward. You know, teams overlook stuff all the time, and I still think Marcus is going to be one of the better backup quarterbacks in the big, but in the NFL, the bigs. This sure seems like you lost out on 12 or 13 million bucks. You got benched for a guy that you probably feel in practice every day that you're better than. And like you said, you got fed up and you took your ball and you went home. And no one's faulting him for going home and spending time with his kid. There's nothing wrong with that. But the point is, if you're the starting quarterback, he wouldn't be doing this. Marcus would not be going on IR. Marcus would not be taking an extended period off to be with his newborn if he was still the starting quarterback. So, to me, you can't look at it any other way unless something comes out that tells me differently that he is pouting and was pissed off and frustrated and, and went home. And to me, for a veteran guy, that's a little that's a little bush. But, you know, the, the NFL is a very emotional place. And if I just got benched for someone that I thought I was better than and I realized I probably just lost $12.5 million, bucks, yeah, I'd probably be a little, I'd be a little worked up too. Yeah, but I think to your point, you, you still got to be professional about it. Yes. So and and you know, so we we'll, we don't know the full details of what happened here, but clearly the Falcons aren't happy about it. Yes. Well, so because like, tells you. you're a game back in the playoffs, you feel you still have a shot at this. And if Ritter got hurt, then you're now Mariota going, would be back in there. Yeah, and it sounds like that isn't. You so know, who do they have now? Who's who's behind Ritter? They, they said they went out and they signed uh, Logan Whiteside. I think his name was. He was a. Oh. Practice squad player on the Tennessee Titans, and he's thrown three balls. Sure, Logan Whiteside, everyone's favorite. Yeah, I remember that name though. He played it. Was it? I don't. Ten- he played you it. Don't? I read it. it. Was he played at Tennessee or something? Yeah, Logan, well, yeah, Tennessee. But the Mariota thing's funny because it, on the surface, Toledo, with Toledo. what we know, it sounds like a wildly unprofessional move, and that seems uncharacteristic for what we know of him. Well, but but what we were just saying though, yes. But that does just because he's a great guy and has great character does not mean he wouldn't do this. Like oh no, no, said. of course not, of course not. It just it seems it's just a highly competitive environment, yep. yeah. very competitive people. Look, that guy's had multiple opportunities. He, you know, he may be thinking like that's that was my shot. Yeah. I, I I effed it up and I'm pissed off and I just had a baby. I might as well. I got a bunch of money in the bank. Like yeah. somebody said, I don't need this crap. I have a newborn kid, wife and family. I have millions in the bank. I can retire to Hawaii, leave the crappy ass Falcons. Hell, I'd retire too. Yeah. Understood. Oh, I, I get it. I think it's just the idea that you got to do it professionally yeah, right. and work it out with the team, and it, obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, if, if especially if you're if you're not done, and he gave no indication he was done before this, um, that his NFL career was over. There's plenty of opportunities for Marcus to to be in this league, to be a backup, to have another shot at being a bridge quarterback, well, another paycheck, another paycheck, and a, and a good one at that. I just I don't. Know. It, it, you always got to be careful burning bridges in the NFL because there's only so many bridges. Yeah. So you burn one with Arthur Smith and you burn one with uh, the Atlanta Falcons and you never know where those tentacles branch out because when you're a guy that's that's fighting for a job, it's not like there's 31 other teams looking to sign you, right? Some of these teams are very set at quarterback and they're not interested. So let's say on any given year, you're a guy like Marcus, you know, there may be, I don't know, seven to eight teams that are kind of in the market for, for what you are and you got to be careful about you know lighting a torch to a handful of those bridges, and if it comes down between you and someone else, and you're like, well, you know, the guy, you know, the guy kind of bailed on his team in playoff contention, yeah. And I think that is something to be said here. Like you sit here and I, I not you, I'm saying the, the the listener can say, oh, it's the crappy ass Falcons. You're a game removed from the playoffs, and I want you to take Marcus out of this and what we feel about Marcus. And again, no one's a bigger Marcus fan than I am. Love the kid. He's not even a kid. Love the man. Right, one of my favorite players that I've ever covered, but let's just remove 
even football from it, and I just told the average person walking around, athlete A was definitely in playoff contention, right? Hadn't been playing that very well, got benched for a young and up-and-coming player, and decided then to pull the shoot on the rest of the season and go home and hang out with his newborn and, and maybe rest his knee a little bit. And didn't tell his team, didn't inform his team that he wasn't coming back until several days later. We'd crucify that. Like, if that's Allen Iverson, we absolutely 100%. rip that guy apart. We, I would probably ask you who that is, and you know what? People would probably go with an Antonio Brown. Be like, oh, that's an A-B move, right? That's, that's a Bush move. You know, that's a, that's a Johnny Manziel move. That's a Jeff George pain-in-the-ass Ryan Leaf sort of move. So you can't just sit here and say, well, because Marcus is a great guy, then we don't apply the same we don't apply the same standards. This is just bad optics, however you look at it. All right, we'll tee you up for the big one on Thursday night football coming up next. It is 415 on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we're humping. We're humping here, NFL. And uh, tomorrow we don't have a show because... Um, More NFL. Yeah, we've got the Niners and Seahawks on. Yes. Big game. Good game? Good game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, there's a couple teams right now that I think need wins in the worst possible way. I think, and by the way, very, very tough circumstances when I look at the two that I think need wins more than just about anyone. One being Seattle, right? Seattle's in a bit of a uh, tailspin here. The Niners now up nine, uh, nine and four versus uh, seven and six here in Seattle. Haven't looked very good, and you're playing just an absolutely terrifying defense and a quarterback right now that appears red hot. So after all that that great work that was done earlier in the season, if you're Seattle, you may find yourself sitting there at seven and seven. I mean, that's not where you want to be. And then the other one, which I don't know which is the taller task, is Miami. You know, again, Miami, darlings of the NFL. And last two weeks, seemingly a new blueprint has emerged in how to deal with Tua. He's had his two worst games by far, uh, has looked absolutely terrible. You still have offensive line issues, and you had to go play at night in L.A., turn around, fly back to Miami, and now turn her up, turn up and play 
in Buffalo in freezing temperatures, possibly with snow. And this is a tall task if you're Miami trying to deal with this and try to avoid a a three-game losing streak. So the Seahawks, uh, like you said, they can pull within one game of the Niners in the division if they win this tomorrow. Kenneth Walker is back, so that's huge. Yep. Brock Purdy, for the Niners, he's got that rib injury. He is questionable. They're saying that he's been limited participant in practice all week. If he can't go, the quarterback of the Niners will be Josh Johnson. Yes, that Josh Johnson. The Reggie Sanders, well, should I say the lesser version of Reggie Sanders in the NFL. I mean, he's played everywhere. And I think they signed him off the Broncos practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's right. It's his third stint with the Niners in his 14th <laughs> different contract. And if you want to that's talk... That's the same guy? That's the same guy. Same Josh same Johnson. Same Josh Johnson. Oh, my God. Yes. He's just he's managed to make a career out of this. And if he, if... If somehow Purdy can't go, I'm going to put the over-under on number of attempted passes by Mr. Johnson at 10.5. This this smells... Remember when they beat the Packers in the playoffs? I think they threw it eight times with Jimmy G. I, I think you're going to see something like that. I think the Niners' best offense is just going to be to punt the ball deep and let your defense play. It'd be like the Army-Navy game all over again. They're not they're not putting the uh, the ball in his hands. Well, we're going to be ropping the bank on Friday because of no show tomorrow. I will be playing the under in this game because of these uh, because of these circumstances. Yes. Geno Smith versus potentially Josh Johnson, but no, 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 even better, Brock Purdy on a short week. Yeah, yeah. Like I want. Okay, if I had told you in the off season, yeah, like hey, dude, get this. <laughs> we're this off out. the air on uh, December whatever it is. I don't know. Is that fifteenth or fifteenth? I think. Tomorrow? For Seahawks Niners, you know who the quarterbacks are going to be? Brock Purdy and Geno Smith. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, how terrible. Like, yeah, no, no, the no. Niners are leading the division, and uh, the Seahawks are two games back. Yeah, what are you talking about? It's great. <laughs> yeah, the Niners can win the division with uh, with clinch it with, with this. Yeah, Geno yeah. could be comeback player of the year, and Purdy could be <laughs> oh, the, uh, I, the potential. breakout player. Well, I mean, look, you've got <laughs> – I would assume at this point in San Francisco that Jimmy G is, is gone, right? You would assume. That another injury. That's what they said last year. I know, but let's and they tried. They tried. They just couldn't find anyone else. They couldn't find someone to take him. But we're. I'm. I'm assuming that that he's gone, and so that goes back to Trey Lance. If if Brock Purdy does this, right? If he looks great here over these next four weeks, and they make a deep run, I think he goes into camp as quarterback number one. It's well, yeah, if they make a deep run, yes. Yeah. What if they don't? What more risk? Let's look more realistically at this. They'll probably win the division yeah. and get into the playoffs and then bow out. Then what? It, it, it all depends on he, how he looks. I do think there is a chance. I'll say this. If he plays the way he has the two games that we've seen him, he will go into camp, not Trey Lance. They'll get rid of Jimmy G, and he will be the starting quarterback coming in, and so, they're, they're going to make Trey Lance earn it. So if Purdy comes in and keeps him afloat, gets him – the division title, they yep. go to the playoffs no matter what happens. You think Purdy's QB one? If he plays like this, he has played. What if he doesn't though? What if it, they oh. just they're they're a good team? They yeah. run the ball. If, they if, have a good defense. If they come back down to reality here he, a little bit, if he if comes, he back, comes down back down, but then, they yeah. still win games. Yeah, then, is he QB one? No, no. I mean they 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 put a lot of capital in in Trey Lance, um, but I do think that regardless, I think they're going to move on from Jimmy G. And that it'll be a, a Trey Lance uh, Purdy because they've got him for three more years at dirt cheap. He's it's like seven hundred thousand dollars a cap hit. They'll just hold on to him, and and he's shown here in a couple weeks that at least with this defense, 
he can win. And by the way, he's throwing the ball as much, if not, and he's throwing it uh, in tougher spots than Jimmy G did. So as long as it's not a total implode here, he's got a chance. And, and Mike White up in New York, if you look at the defenses the Jets have left, the Jets play a lot of bad defenses. Mike White has a chance if he actually can start winning some games. They were saying he is going to play this week. Who? Mike White. Yeah, it sounds like Mike yeah, White so is going to so I don't know why the Flacco talk. It's going to be Wilson's going to be the backup to Mike White. Yes. Which is why the Zach so Wilson. So Flacco's be, being made inactive? I yeah, believe I that mean, is the case. I think that was the big story is that Wilson is back, Yeah, but Mike White's still, still going to be Mike White. And again, I go back, look at the teams. I'll, I'll pull them up here that the, the Jets have left on their schedule, but despite what old Robert Sala had had to say, because remember he was like, oh, Zach Wilson still figures into our future, and Zach Wilson says he's still the future of the Jets. Uh, you got four games here. You got the Lions this week, and the Lions defense is playing better, but look, no one's going to confuse the Lions for the 49ers defense. Um, and you got the Jags. Eh. The Seahawks, whose defense isn't good, and the Dolphins' defense isn't necessarily fantastic either. They've got issues. So it's not exactly a murderer's row here. If Mike White can put a couple W's here, if he can go 2-2 two and two and look pretty good throwing the ball, Mike White's got a chance to wrestle this game, or wrestle this job away. I mean, there are some jobs that can be won and lost going into next year with these final four weeks. Atlanta, New York, uh, San Francisco, I think all of those jobs are absolutely there for the taking if one of these guys will take it and run with it. But the Mike White stuff has to calm down until he... like. He's one and two. I think he's got three touchdowns and two picks and like an 85 quarterback rating. And some people already want to be like, oh, yeah, Mike White. I get not wanting Zach Wilson. I get moving on from Zach Wilson. But, my God, the idea of not drafting a quarterback if this is Mike White, that's dumb. If you're the Jets and this is Mike White, this is what he is, those numbers, yeah, you go out and you spend your first-round pick on one of these quarterbacks because this is an NFL uh, top-caliber defense you're playing with. You have... Uh, young backs, young receivers that both look good, an offense line, if one day it gets healthy, you can't just sit back and say we're fine with an 85 quarterback rating of Mike White. Where's Garoppolo next year? And he's not in San Francisco. Um, Houston? Yeah, I could see Houston. I could see Houston as a bridge guy. Um, Washington went hard after him, but it feels like Heineke... He's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, they'll probably stick with Heineke. Maybe even go back to Wentz. Who knows what they do. But I, I don't know. If it kind of feels like Washington, that ship has sailed. Yeah, maybe, you know, you could see if you want to go in division, maybe Arizona with my, or Murray being out if they don't think Colt McCoy is the guy long-term there, you know, to be that guy that can play for 10, 11 weeks. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, maybe in a place like Tennessee, if you've moved on from Tannehill again, it kind of feels like the same thing. Garoppolo makes sense for a team that feels like they're good enough. They just... You don't need a great quarterback. You need a solid quarterback, and and you need a team that can surround him with talent. And so I don't think you're going to get one of these situations where, like, like Atlanta and Marcus. I think Jimmy G in a situation like Atlanta, like Marcus was this year, I think that's a disaster. Or Carolina. It's to be at a place where he's going to be surrounded with something and maybe a quarterback injury. You know, someone like Kyler Murray goes down and that door opens up, and you need someone for 11 weeks. Well, if you don't feel good about the Seahawks tomorrow. Giants, by the way, that's, that's a good one. Oh, there you go. There Garoppolo you go. to the Giants. Garoppolo to the Giants. What about yeah. the Jets? I mean, if, yeah. if, if Mike yeah. White's not the guy. Yeah. yeah, That's good. Chicago? Yeah, they're, they're, they like fields. All right. They're going to they're gonna try to do Jalen Hurts 2.0 without, and I totally get why, because Jalen Hurts should be your MVP. So if you, if you don't feel good about the Seahawks' chances tomorrow, uh, just realize the Niners on the road, they have not played a true road game since Halloween. 
Ooh. So they did have the Mexico City game, and they dominated Arizona. Yeah. But other than that, their other four games and the bye, uh, they won all four. But on the road this year, they have two wins. Those two wins, uh, true road games, uh, they won at Carolina and they won at the Rams. Mm-hmm. Does that impress you much? Not really. Both blowouts, both bad teams. Yeah. At least Carolina at that time, at the time was playing a lot worse. And the Rams, Rams by that time we knew were a joke. Yeah. Their other three road games, they lost. Chicago. That was the opener one where everyone was like, "Whoa!" In the rain, right? Yep. Denver. I. Do you guys remember them? Lo- they lost at Denver. Yeah, Wasn't that a, like a 10 10-9 9 game? 11 like, yeah. to 10. There you yeah. go. Yep. And they lost at Atlanta by 14. Marcus so if, lit it up that game. If you don't have hope for the Seahawks tomorrow, realize the Niners' true road game, especially in the division when the Niners already beat the Seahawks handily once. Um, you know, these, these divisional games, they get nasty. Yep. And if Purdy's banged up, you know, I, I feel like Seahawks, you know, that you were saying they need a win. Yeah. I think you're going to get a, a good performance out of Seattle tomorrow night. I would be careful riding off Seattle or Miami. I think those, and, and you know, both games, I have to look at these spreads, but I think both games the assumption is, well, the wheel, the wheels have come off and you're about to run into. Three and a half tomorrow for Niners, Seahawks. Yeah. Seven and a half, Dolphins, Bills. Yeah, there's this idea that you're just running into a buzzsaw, and I think you are going to get a very uh, gutsy effort from both of those squads. Good teams don't roll over and die. No. And and Seattle and Miami are not going to roll over and die and just say, well, the season's slipping away. I don't buy it. There will be a there'll be a push in these games. These won't be blowouts, I don't think. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that game, Niners-Seahawks, right here on the fan. Yes. Right here tomorrow. Um, pre-game starts at 3, so we, we are not on. But we are back on Friday. Okay, so there is your hump day roundup. We will get to in the news coming up next. We do have some uh, late-breaking news regarding the – uh, UCLA move to the Big Ten. It has been approved uh, by the Board of Regents yeah, there. Yeah, the UC so. Regents. So they're going to the Big Ten. Uh, we will uh, get in the news in coming up next. But first, Buckwa Sports Center. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. 
Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right. Welcome back to our show. Ducks basketball coming up next hour. UC Riverside. Got a Highlanders? You got a lock on that? Scotty Highlander. You guys got the point spread on that? I don't. I don't know what's thirteen. Ooh, well, that's a lot. Oregon's playing better of late. Will Richardson's been uh, fantastic, but uh, five and five on the year. Yeah, thirteen. You give me thirteen and a half. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and grab some of that action. You want the Highlanders? I'll take the Highlanders. Really? I don't know if you caught this in my update yesterday. No, I don't know. Did you hear <laughs> Will Richardson's first, had the first triple double in Oregon? Yeah, his, I saw that history since. Luke Jackson. I know. That's a long oh. time between triple doubles. Uh, men's. Wow. Thank yes, you. obviously Sabrina had dozens of the them. The basketball witch laughs at your measly one triple yes, double, Will Richardson. How many did she have? Uh, a billion. I believe a butt ton a billion. is the official term. I think the most in collegiate history. Yeah, she's got uh, she's got a lot. Taking a look here at the, uh, just real quick, <laughs> just real quick. I love, by the way, taking bets off of like just a gut. Ah, you know what? 13 and a half. Yeah, why not? Looking at the uh, Riverside Highlanders Skeddy. This is what I'm going Ooh. with here. This is my logic before you get into this. All right. I believe 13 and a half isn't that much. So clearly Vegas is setting this thinking that people are going to be like, well, clearly Oregon will roll them. And then, aha, mm-hmm. here comes UC Riverside, like shoots a bunch of threes and gives me a backdoor cover. So they've played Colorado, who I think is pretty good. But I don't know that. <laughs> We're going again off of gut feelings. And they they lost, usually are pretty good. They're usually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Colorado. They lost to the Buffs by 16. Okay. Okay. They have also played number 10 Creighton. Okay. And only lost by 29. Hmm. Interesting. I don't like that. But recently, since that loss, they have gone 5-1 and one <laughs> with the only L in there to California Baptist. Why are we talking about this? Scotty Highlander's hot. That's why. We like us some bears. It's it's a bear with a beret. It's an angry little bear. There's yeah. your pregame show. Uh, it is December 14, 2022. Time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Thank you very much. Carbon neutral. Today is monkey day. Oh, I love me some monkeys. Thought you would appreciate that. It is also roast chestnuts day. Uh, I also like uh, roasted chestnuts. Can I say I like roasted any kind of nuts? Me too. A roasted nut is delicious no matter what. I mean, I like nuts uh, in the raw. But if you want to uh, roast them a little bit, yeah. Like when you go to the uh, the Keller, they always have the hot roasted nuts there in the little bags as one of their snacks. Throw some cinnamon on there. <laughs> Delicious. Now, I don't know this to be true, but, you know, nuts are, you know, they have a lot of nice uh, things for your hot bodies. Healthy fats. Right. When you roast them, yeah, is that akin to, like, deep fried chicken? I don't know. <laughs> <You> <laughs> I, know? Think, I, I don't know. I just got, you got to be careful with the nuts. Um, yeah, you do. You do. You got to be very careful. You got to be gentle. You know, because they are good for you. But it, if you ever look at like calorie in, calorie out, you take like a big, giant handful of nuts, you'd be shocked. You got to, they, they can get away from you. There's a reason why the little single serving nut packets are very, very small. So be judicious. Or judicious with Be them. judicious. Yeah. Out there. Yes. That's a good public service announcement. It's though. what he does when he's judicious at jujitsu. <laughs> you got to be careful. Do jujitsu <laughs> and eat nuts. It's very good for you, both of them. Hey, good news here. A Tualatin girl 
has yeah. made the Radio City Rockettes. I saw this. How about that? Go Rockettes! I sat on a plane once next to a Rockette. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Don't look at their feet. Yeah. It's, well, that's ballerinas. Right? Yeah, it's rough. You're not supposed to look it's, at ballerina feet. It's rough. But we shared some peanut so, M&M's. She was delightful. Back at our old studio, we had the baller- the Oregon Ballet right there. Yeah. You think she was in there getting it's whipped around by yeah, those? Uh, yeah. well, I mean, she had to study someplace, right? Well, you think, Jace. Yeah. You think. You don't just become a rockette, or do you? I don't know. Is that, I, I think that's pretty high up. She's 20 years old, so should I call her a girl or a woman? I think she's a young woman. Young woman. A young, blossoming woman. Her name is Brooklyn Bronson, and she's one of 18 new rockettes this season in New York city that's yeah. very prestigious yes right like that's a big deal that is a huge i didn't deal. know the rockets were still around i assumed they were but and then when i was the the lady that i was talking to on the plane she said that all of them do they do broadway you know it's when you're a rocket it opens a lot yeah, of doors and then right. you go and you like can, she, she yeah. was in like wicked and in a bunch of the, the different broadway plays for backup dancers and stuff like that so it's not just a big deal to be a rocket but the doors that it opens for you living out there in new york well, she says it's always be- been a dream of hers since seeing the Rockettes at the age of seven. Doing some uh, the high leg kicks and whatnot. Did you know they have a height requirement to be a Rockette? Can't say that I did. Yeah, they do. Well, you got to, I'm sure you have to, you can't have the, yeah. you know, 5'7", 5'7", 5'7", and then like, you you know. So they lowered it from 5'6", to 5'5". Five, five. She's 5'5 five, five and a half, mm. and it opened an opportunity for her Just to audition. Just squeaking in there. I'm on her Instagram page, and uh, she's uh, she's very well built. Got those oh, yeah. dancer legs. Yeah. the uh, There were 800 women who auditioned, uh, and she is one of the one of the the, uh, the ones who won. Kick ass. She's going to go uh, there and kick her sexy legs up. Congratulations. You know, and then For you move the to New York to and get a drug problem, and, you know, it's the whole thing. And maybe it would be fun at the age of 20 to live in New York City. Exactly. Maybe date a celebrity or two. Being a, I'm guessing 20 years old, rock at New York, you're going to have some fun. If you can avoid careening off into the abyss, you're about to have a, a good five to ten year run there where you're going to have some fun stories. What do you suppose the Rockettes make? Any guesses? I'm going to go... I bet it's not as much as... It's not as much as you think because they all work other jobs. I'm going to go... Uh, oh, I have it here. 75 to 100 Gs. Uh, this says... I've got a figure as well. I wonder if it's the same as yours. They make between 1400 and 1500 a week. They only perform seasonally, so the annual salary is between thirty-six dollars and $39,000 wow. a year. Very low. But again... Wow. Side gigs, though, as you mentioned. Side yeah. gigs. And you get... You know, the kids love you. The girls look up to you. Yeah. It's just a... Yeah. What a life. Guessing right. a lot of uh, good opportunities come your way. I have Cougar News. What kind of cougar? From young women to cougar. Uh, the the one in L.A. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. He's, this has been going on for like a week, and people are very, very upset. Yeah, we'll get to that next, okay? Because uh, I feel like it's going to start a whole thing. So we'll, we'll do that when we come back. This is In the News. It is 444 on The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Somebody just said, trending on Twitter, MILF Island. Do I click it? The answer is yes. So if you're not familiar with this... Click it. You weren't a 30 Rock guy, were you? 30 Rock, no. 30 Rock was one of my favorite shows. And Alec Baldwin, and it was, it was a, it was a mock-up of like Saturday Night Live. And Alec Baldwin played the head of NBC programming, uh, Jack Donahue. And one of the great bits was he was constantly telling Liz Lemon, who was uh, Tina Fey, that her show didn't really matter, and that he had quality programming. Like he had the show called Milf Island. And what was it? It was like, it was like you know, like. 30 hot moms, 50 teenage boys, and no rules. And so they would run these promos for Milf Island, and it was this, obviously, this very, uh, you know, satire sort of thing. Well, turns out that NBC is actually launching a show called, uh, it's not Milf Island, but I think it's Milf. It's called Milf Manor. Milf Manor. (laughs) Don't ask me how I know that. And so today everyone was like, oh my God. Like less than ten years later, Milf Island has be- real. has become a real thing. What they mocked has become real. Milf- I like how The Simpsons like does everything and brings yes. everything in the future. Yes, Milf Manor. So uh, Hollywood's famous mountain lion. You know that mountain lion that's so. There's a. I, I think most people know this, right? Kind yeah. of sort of common knowledge. I'm sure Will Ortner would have no idea, but uh, <laughs> there is a cat, a mountain lion that has been stuck in this triangle of. Like, he can't cross the freeway, so he's just been in this area in L.A., in Hollywood, and they call him the Brad Pitt of mountain lions. Yeah, they've tagged him, and they're, they, yeah, they, they and monitor they, him. Yeah, they monitor him. Well, recently, you were out. We talked about this. Uh, Buck and I were talking about this um, when you were gone several weeks ago, where there's a video that surfaced of, of the cat snatching a chihuahua. Yeah. While the guy was walking the dog, yeah. like the, so this guy's a dog walker and he's walking two dogs and one of the little chihuahuas is lagging a little bit behind him. So the guy didn't see, see the, it was dark and um, there's a, uh, somebody's driveway camera captures it, but you can sort of see it that the stealth move of the, of the cat totally comes out of nowhere. The guy doesn't hear it. He, all he said he, he heard was the dog yelp yeah. and that dog, uh, he gone. Yeah, so it's it's killed two pets. So now it got another one. Yeah, uh, recently this P they call it P twenty two. Yeah, and I guess they're saying the only reason that a cougar would go after a pet like this is that it's too old to hunt. Yes, proper prey, and they are saying that this thing. They, they, I think they, they said it's beyond geriatric. It's very very old. So they they tracked him, tranquilized him, and they said they were going to further evaluate him. AKA, is he too old and dangerous? And at that case, then, mm. you know, they'll put him down and people mm. are freaking out. They don't like that. They estimate that he's 12 years old. Yes. Which makes him the oldest Southern California cougar currently being studied and puts him at the far end of his species typical lifespan. Did you know that? That they had such a short... I did because I, I I read about this. Uh, I read this a while ago where they were talking about this, where he is he's become like this legendary thing. But that the point of the article was that not many people know that he is coming to his end. And I, I guess this is this is common in pretty much all animals. They say the most 
one of the most dangerous animal is an old geriatric animal because they they get desperate. They get they, they start to starve. They can't naturally hunt their own prey, and so they start you. looking for they start looking for easier meals like chihuahuas. They put out a photo of him after they tranquilized him. Boy, he looks old. Yeah, but they say he's stable. Uh, future uncertain. They don't know. It is pretty unprecedented, though, to have a mountain lion survive this long in such an urban setting for yep. this long. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Yep. He got kind of stuck in there and never crossed the freeway, and he just lives in there, and they know he's in there, yeah. and they track his ass, and he's really been, you know, I guess, you know, there's sightings occasionally. Yep. But Some, someone needs to get a hold of him and be like, hey, man, you got to knock it off with the pet thing, or, you know, <laughs> they're not going to take kindly to that. Although, can I say, I think that sucks. You know, I'm not going to say that, like, I mean, I don't want my dog to die, but, you know, he's just out there doing cougar stuff. He's hanging on the best yeah, he's he can. he's being a cougar. He's just hanging but on. But I tell you, that's terrifying, though, that you're out walking your dog. Yeah. And it's just like, snap. You know, it's just it, it goes it's to, wild. But it goes to show you, there is no, like, and be careful. How about no. this? Uh, I think sometimes is this the... going to be offensive? No, no, no. It, it probably will be. But sometimes the, uh, let's say the... Uh, the urban activists, the hippy dippy people, mm-hmm. they paint nature as this very, you know, wonderfully idyllic, you know, idyllic, uh, just raspberry, froger, sunshine, rainbows. And it's like, oh, Mother Nature is beautiful. Mother Nature is a bitch. And animal life is nasty and awful. Watch enough of those David Attenborough specials and you'll see there is nothing kind and friendly about nature. So you get to the end of this thing's life. And, you know, all he knows is if I don't go eat this little chihuahua, right, I don't get another meal. And something else in his mind is coming to kill him because he's getting old and feeble. And very few animals get a uh, they get a retirement home. <laughs> Doesn't quite work that way. Yeah, they're going to put him down. Yes. So I've, I've heard uh, there is a there's some group in L.A. that's trying to say uh, I think they're trying to convince the, the powers that be to move him to a sanctuary. Oh yeah, where they can feed him and he can live out his life. And then the other side is saying, well, it's better just to euthanize him than stick a wild cat, and then all of a sudden, at this point in his life, stick him in a cage. So, oh, is that right? Yeah, there's two sides to it. There are people that know how to do these fish and wildlife. This is what they do. Yeah. So I'll just I'll defer to them. Okay, I have no opinion on this, but it is kind of weird. You'd think that they would have moved the cat, you know, like way back when they first tagged him. It's like why not just move him? That put, I put him somewhere else. That I don't know. Maybe there's not a real good place to. to maybe put they him. don't know what they're doing. <laughs> it's, well, maybe Why they call me. Yeah, maybe there's not a lot of cougar experts in L.A. Although you would figure that would be the one place that would have a lot of. Like, yeah, L.A. cougs. I mean, right. That's that goes without saying. And finally, Jerry, Triple uh, A is expecting 1.6 million Oregonians to travel. For Christmas and New Year. It's a lot of uh, Oregonians. 90% by, actually, yeah, over 90% by car, Mm. with the, uh, obviously, the top two places being Central Oregon and the uh, Oregon Coast. Mm. Uh, 6.4% will fly. They are saying this is expected to be the third busiest year for holiday travel since they began tracking, which was the year 2000. Are we back to the whole pent-up and... You know that we're free and we just want to get out of here. It does seem kind of busy out there, I will say. Uh, I was in some airports recently, and it was like, whoa. Yeah, both of my... Well, hey, it's back. All my flights to Philly and back, yeah, and the full. Con- completely full. Well, and they've also cut a lot of flights, too, right? Haven't yeah. they consolidated a lot of flights? Yep. A lot of flights are... We actually got ours, because we bought our tickets to Mexico 
for Christmas like a year ago, and we've had two different cancellations. Like yeah. the the flight that we we're on just disappeared, and we've had to change the dates a little bit. It's you know kind of sucks. You know, you bake hotel reservations and all that, yeah. and then they're like, hey. Sorry, we're not doing that flight anymore. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. And you, you book a direct flight, and then they call you up and like, hey, you got to, you got to go to Denver nine times. And you're like, well, well, that's not what I paid for. And they're like, sorry. You know, it's it's a it's a little hairy out there. You got it booked? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because you, know, you can do, you can fly to San Diego and then walk across to Tijuana. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the airport's right there. Yeah. Like, as a matter of fact, there's a bridge that you just walk right across. Yes, you do. And you're right in the airport, yeah. and you can fly anywhere in Mexico from Tijuana. It's way cheaper. Yeah. And by the way, if you so just wa- fly to San Diego. And if you want, you can uh, tip people like eh, 30 bucks, and they'll get you to the front of that line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'm American. I got money. <laughs> it helps. It's no object. It helps. That line's always sad coming the other way, though. It's yeah. so bad. That's, that's heartbreaking. All right, there's your In the News, December 14, 2022. The Hot 5 at 5 is next. A uh, myriad of uh, sports items to get to uh, in that. And uh, we'll look at the bowl schedule as well coming up next hour. Just 458 on the fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.